Welcome again to the Actors Bell. This is Denise Baratrapat. Before we start this week's episode, I want to introduce the Sunday Spotlight of this week. Yes, Sunday Spotlight is back and with a new look. I'm very excited for you guys to see it. And this Sunday Spotlight is Rhea Patel. She is an Australian Indian actress who is currently based in the US. And she has been doing so many amazing things. She's been doing shorts, movies, both for Indian directors and Indian filmmakers and American. And she has a wide range of talents. She will be talking about the barriers that she's encountered because of her culture or the language and so many more things. So you'll be able to read her interview this Sunday on the Actors Vow Instagram page. But if you want to find Rhea before Sunday, she has an Instagram account that's at R-I-A-A underscore 177. <clears throat> so today I'm here to convince you of why you should not be an actor. And no, I have not lost my mind well, maybe a little bit, but it all will make sense when you listen to this episode and you get to the end. So I was having a conversation the other day with my boyfriend who I live with and so many things came up and, you know, we've been together for a year, so he hasn't really been able to experience my life as an actor because for some personal reasons, I wasn't able to act a few months before the pandemic started and then the pandemic started. So no one has been really able to act. So he hasn't experienced me in my full-blown professional actor auditioning all day, doing projects all the time. So we were just having a little conversation because I know when that happens, it's going to be a big change for him. And there are so many things that, you know, I wanted him to know. And we talked about so many things. And one of them was intimacy. Because I can understand how for a lot of people who are not artists or, you know, actors, it's hard to understand that, you know, your partner will be doing intimate scenes with someone else. And I, I get it. And don't get me wrong, my boyfriend is 100% supportive and a very open person. But we were having a conversation about it. And he was like you know, I don't know any other profession in the world where these kind of things would be allowed. <laughs> it was like, things that you tell me that actors do or, you know, that I know actors do because you see it in movies, those are things that they would never be allowed in any other professions. Like HR would go crazy. <laughs> and I was laughing about it, but it got me thinking. I'm like oh my god you are right <laughs> and that's you know intimacy is not just one of them so there are so many other things that like it's like what the hell like it's weird it's very weird and that reminded me of something that michael shirtliff says in his book auditions or auditioning and that is i'm gonna read you the quote it's to go into acting is like asking for admission in an insane asylum. Anyone may apply, but only the certifiably insane are admitted. <laughs> now, the name of this podcast is the podcast for actors, artists, and other crazy individuals because I totally agree with this quote of Michael Shirtliff. You know, let's start with how the actor's life is not glamorous. And if you're in this acting life because it's glamorous, please just walk out the door right now very kindly because that's 
not it it's just not glamorous even when you make it or what we think it's making it it's not glamorous all the time people think that it's like that because of movie stars but again not even movie stars have a glamorous life all the time and even then even if they did those are just such a small percentage of people like the rest of us actors live a life of rejection and I'm not trying to be negative here I'm really just being realistic and it's not you know this is what we sign up for but it is true we live a life of rejection like what other profession goes to work every single day and hears no and is rejected what other profession for the statistic is that for every actor that gets hired 200 don't and i think that's a very low statistic i still think it's way more like we are forever trying to get apart and we are forever hearing no 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 we hear no 50 times before we hear a yes that means that if you went to an audition every single day of the month you would hear no every single time and by the middle of the next month halfway through the next month you would hear a yes and most of us don't even get auditions every single day so how (laughs) crazy does that sound like if you told someone let's say a doctor yes they spend six ten years trying to you know get their job their dream job that they're trying to get yeah that's a lot of years and people say whoa you're gonna spend so many years trying to get your dream job but you know what at the end of those eight ten years they get their job and it's there like <laughs> the job is not going anywhere they, they go to the hospital and they don't hear no every day no you can't do the surgery no you can't do the surgery no no it's there us actors spend 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever crazy amount of years that that we spend trying and training and we still don't have anything for sure. And we still might not get that external validation that most jobs get. Another crazy thing that it's hard to wrap your mind around is that our job is not really acting. Our job is actually to audition. And guess what? We don't get paid for that. What other job doesn't get paid for what they do every single day? Not just auditioning, but also training. And even when we get a role, we work 24-7. Let's be realistic. Like, we get a role and we lock ourselves in our rooms and forget the whole world exists and we just think about that role and work on that role every single second of the day and that just surrounds you and that's it that's your life most of the people who are actually working actors michael shirtliff he was talking about he's a casting director in case you don't know he was talking about he has fifty thousand actors in his card file and only 500 of those were working actors And most of those 500 working actors are making their actual money from commercials. Like they might be acting in movies, but that doesn't make money or theater. Which is, you know, 
Not ideal, don't get me wrong, commercials are great for the money, but artistically speaking, it's not very exciting. So let's get this straight, guys. We are going into a professional acting career and that in itself, (laughs) it's an act of insanity because we know. Like, it's not like we get into this and we don't know. Like, our parents, most of our parents didn't want us to do this. Why? Because they know what is going to happen. They know how hard it is. And they don't even know. They imagine. But their reality is even worse. And at school, they tell you. I mean, I hope your school told me. My school told me the first day I got there, they were like, you are 14 people in this class and only two or three of you are gonna make it and that was the first day and it was like well okay and you know you are so excited and you're like ah it's okay but we know like we really know deep inside us it's and then you you know you get out of school or you start doing the thing and you realize it's actually worse than what you knew and that everybody was right and that you are in fact crazy but you know it's good because the first thing you have to do is admit it like who the hell would want to spend money so much money that we actors spend in training because it doesn't end in college and if you didn't go to college you know it doesn't end in uh, just going to a studio we are constantly training an actor's training never never stops even when you are a professional Even if you're a big movie star, you still get coaching. You still never end your training. And so much time, like we dedicate our whole life. So many of us sacrifice our personal life for acting. So why would you want to spend that much money, time and dedication to a profession that is almost impossible to make a living? And you know it is impossible to make a living. Well... This is my reasoning of why you should not be an actor. The only, the only reason why you should be an actor is if you have no other choice. If you have a choice, if you find yourself thinking, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go be a veterinarian. Well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go do something else, be a librarian, I don't know. If you have another choice that you could reasonably be happy, content, happy doing something else, if you could be happy doing something else, by all means, please go right now. Please go and do something else. Do yourself a favor. I'm not being mean. You're so very welcome to the acting world. But if you have another option... I promise it will be so much better now if you don't see yourself doing anything else. If you don't have a plan B because your plan B through Z is being an actor. If you know that nothing else will ever, ever make you happy. So many times I've been so, 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 so depressed. Not not depressed. I've had breakdowns. You know, you don't get cast in months things are going wrong you're like i'm the worst actor in the world and for a second no 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 for a fraction of a millisecond you think i should have gone into law school like my father wanted me to go and then you 
you just imagine that for that fraction of a millisecond and you are so miserable so fucking miserable because there's no other option for you then by all means join the crazy club and let's let's all be actors together and something that's also very important ask yourself why do you want to be an actor because that why will really determine the value of the what so if you have heard all this and you still are here in the insane asylum crazy club with me and you want to hear about the play of the week here it is it's the ferryman by jess butterworth i don't know if you remember but i've recommended a play by this playwright before it was called the river it was one of the first episodes and this one is very different from the river this is it seems like a classic but it's not a classic it's a contemporary play it's so well written jess butterworth has the most amazing playwriting uh contemporary playwriting so this is a play that i'm not especially recommending for monologues auditioning or scene study or anything like that it's very dense and it um it takes place in ireland so it requires an accent and it requires you to do it like all accents very very well so this is just a play that i think any actor should read and know and immerse themselves in it's very dense it's very profound it's deep it's absorbing it's emotional it's it's a wonderful piece of art so the ferryman by jess butterworth and this will be all for today um i hope i didn't scare you away i hope that you're still here because you know what you want and there is nothing else in the whole world you would ever want and that's being an actor and i just love that and i just wanted to remind you that if you don't follow the actor's vow on social media you can follow the actor's vow on instagram facebook twitter and youtube on youtube i usually put the interviews that i do with other artists with video so you can actually see the interview and not just hear it which is very interesting more, more much more than hearing it and also if you haven't subscribed on itunes what are you waiting for it would be very very helpful for the podcast and just leave a review even if you don't want to write a review five stars are also very helpful for the podcast you guys are amazing thank you so much for the messages you send me for your interactions on instagram and for this community thank you again and i'll see you next wednesday